There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi. Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched Real Genius. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello. How are you? Good. And how are you? Uh, I'm well. Uh, mentally. Physically, I'm injured. Uh, I, I cut my lip before the episode on a, a can of peaches because I refused to take the lid completely off before I went for a bite. And I did that, like, let me just lean in with the fork move. And it just I, I leaned my lip right into the the lid. And now my, my lip hurts. Jim, my lip hurts. So we have a guest today, <laughs> and our guest is Neil Barnum. Hello, Neil. How are you? I'm. Uh, I am un. Uh, my lips are fine. <laughs> Mine too, Neil. <laughs> I've been trying to give him the, the like the hardest segues. Yeah, you didn't even you, you didn't even decided not to work with it at all. That's fine. I'm glad uh, your lips are fine. I'm glad both of your lips are fine. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you. For- uh, thank you for Are we gonna us. kiss? <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Uh, that's life. from yeah. <laughs> that's one of those things. Like I don't know where it came from. I'm not too interested in finding out where, but it's it's just mm. great. Yeah. I I one time saw a TikTok that I thought was really funny, where this guy like accidentally like hit somebody while he was in line. Like he accident he accidentally like slapped him, kind of thing. Like <laughs> punched him, whatever. And um, the guy turns around. And was like, dude, what the fuck? And for no reason at all, the guy who hit him gets real close to his face and was like, what, you want to go? You want to go? And the guy was like, gets real defensive immediately. He was like, what do you mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I want to go. And then they get real close to each other's face. And the guy who hit the first guy and started the fight then goes, are we about to kiss right now? And the the second guy just like folds in half laughing because he's like, what a weird interaction. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, like they like bent the knee. They were totally weak at the knees. And then, yes, they did. Like, I thought it was going to be a whole skit. Uh, How they met story. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't think it was going to go your way. Yeah. (laughs) Your way is way less on me in the line. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) I demand a rewrite. I don't like that. (laughs) No, not a fan. Oh my god! I have definitely one of my favorite things to do when people slightly bump into me when they say sorry is to go, "I forgive you." Oh, that's good. I like that. Um. <laughs> I know I'm the worst. Did you just feel that? Did you just feel being the worst? <laughs> Can sorry. I tell you something? <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be bothered about by that. I know I might be the worst. I need to stop. I, I think, I think most people would be honestly. <laughs> I think it's a funny bit, but I think it's very bothersome. <laughs> Uh, you're right. There's, you're right. There's also a non-zero number of times where someone has run into me, and then I go, "I'm sorry." And if someone ran into me, I said, "I'm sorry," and then they said, "I forgive you." I would complain to everybody about that. Rightfully, rightfully so, because everybody's been wrong here, <laughs> yourself included. Honestly, I'm wrong. <laughs> you're wrong for apologizing for their mistake. Have I just okay. been ruining people's days? Have I just been making people's days terrible? Kai, don't 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 go down this road. We don't have time for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> we only have an hour. <laughs> All right, in that case, Neil, I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah, hit me. What is your relationship with the movie Real Genius? <laughs> I say that Real Genius is my favorite movie, and I've watched it countless times. Mm-hmm. And I quote it in my head or out loud multiple times a day. Okay. I get this. That makes sense um, in terms of the quoting, because I think this might have been the most quotes I've ever taken for a movie. Maybe. Right. Right. Uh, it kind of demands you pay attention to because you have to stay sharp for shit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. My phone does not exist. I will not be on IMDb that that much. <laughs> it's, it's not worth it. Like, there's <laughs> so much you can IMDb about it because you'll get pulled out of the delightful one-liners and just fun weird wordplay i made the mistake of starting it while i was working Mm. and like i wasn't quite taking everything in and then like little lines here or there kept coming up i'd be like well hang on a second what did you say and i had to pause it and wait until i was done work so i could actually watch the rest of the movie and when jim says work he means the work that we do for rotten treasure the busy work the paperwork that we do before the podcast not during his day job 
Right. Jim works 60 hours a week for Rotten Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> On for... three monitors. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to change my screen, but I do have three monitors right behind me. <laughs> I know. I know. But this is a callback to my previous episode with you all. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, oh, it's kind of a big yes. deal to have three monitors, Jim. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't listen to this show. No, that's all right. You forget, you forget how big you are, okay? Mr. Big Shot. Six, 60 hours and you don't even listen to the show? <laughs> No, it's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> um, time. Let me ask: Had either of you seen this movie before? No, like no. We no. talked. I had wow. to actually refresh. When I, I watched, uh, I watched it right after talking to my parents, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "This it came out in '85." So I was like, "Guys, have you fucking seen this movie?" And it took a little bit. They got yeah. it on um the uh when I was just like looking up videos beforehand. I was like, "I don't know. There seems to be something about like a hall with ice," and they're mm-hmm. like, "Uh huh, got it." See, yep. <laughs> they know exactly what you mean yeah, by that. A dorm room full of ice, like a sheet of ice for the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Apparently, I don't know. Has that been another? Is that a trope? Is that another film? I don't. I don't think that's exactly a trope. But I, I, I noted that like the series of pranks mm. feels very of its time in like high school, college movies. Oh, it's very like Revenge of the Nerds. Kinda. Yeah, but like this, I know that real Real Genius has a lot of um, direct ties to the like Caltech style prank culture mm-hmm. wait is caltech notorious for its prank culture or was at least it, it was there was my understanding is there's a lot of like basically dorm based culture there and people from the various dorms are kind of like constantly warring and end up sneaking various things into their like work later in life even and this is also somewhat uh similar but different to like mit has a prank culture of their own uh referred to as hacks there my brother went to mit so i know various weird things about it but the caltech stuff is sometimes like super duper clever mit stuff too but then the um the caltech thing what i think of is it's said that there's allusions to caltech list it like um think graffitied in to like things that have gone into space oh okay can you like Right? Can you imagine having such a tie to like your nineteen-year-old identity that later on, when you're <laughs> making human history, like, dude, there is oh. nothing profound about my nineteen-year-old identity. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there, yeah, there are some wild things that come out of like college-age students. Like, there's mm-hmm. a famous one that's, um, oh, it's a measurement, and it's named after a guy. Oh, uh, Smoot. Thank you, Smoots. Smoots are someone that uh they need to like measure a bridge Mm -hmm. yeah and so they used a guy whose last name was schmoot and they just saw how many of his length the bridge was and they were like well this bridge is 100 smoots long and now that's a officially recognized length measure of length and it's just like some i want to say he was like 19 years old i feel like that's i feel like they just thought it was funny I was gonna say that's some bullshit. You make like your your kind of always gets to the butt end of the joke friend in your group. Like I don't know, we'll measure schmoot. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it just feels like ugh. You're like I don't want to be measured, guys. <laughs> you're like I don't care. It's just the role you play, schmoot. All this is also a reminder of like how how different life was before like smartphones. <laughs> like <I see laughs> everywhere, like oh, how do you have a good time? Uh, you take your friend and measure a bridge, obviously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ugh. So it's even it is it's even meaner because he was selected by his fraternity's pledge master because he was the shortest. So that would make the bridge mm-hmm. the most measuring the bridge the most labor intensive. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bridges bridges terrify me for two reasons right now. Mm-hmm. Final destination. We just did it. We just recorded all of them. Never. Yeah. And then also uh, learning about uh, in my Earth science class, just the Earth. Like oh. the Earth is fragile. I don't want shit to happen where I am with the Earth while I'm on a bridge. Earth needs to stay Earth <laughs> while I'm bridging. <laughs> it's important to me. Ugh. I avoid them as much as I can. Uh, when you put it that way, yes, they are terrifying. Mm-hmm. Nope, yeah. not a fan. Here's a thought. Uh, I, I've, I have many notes on on the, the film, as I believe Kai does. Uh, oh yeah, Jim, I have some. Maybe feels. you took notes. I don't. I don't know. You're busy working sixty-hour weeks. I took, <laughs> I, I I honestly took little notes, but that was because I was really watching the movie. I was like, yeah, I, I was surprised at how 
much I was paying attention. Uh, Neil, I made a category called talking points. So yes. <laughs> okay. I love, I love this. I love this. And this is also going to be an episode where I'm like steering real hard into the yeah. movie because like this, this is one of my dreams. Okay, for everyone who listens to this podcast, we're a franchise podcast. It's not a franchise. We just are very excited to talk to Neil about a movie <laughs> that he wanted us to watch. And I'm yeah. I'm in. Yeah, tell me. Tell yeah, me t- tell me what's what the deal is. So one one thing that I, I believe is true, uh, because it, it has to be in my brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I first saw this movie. Like this is just a movie oh, that I feel like I've always known of. Yeah. And it was like probably a Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon on like, you know. I'm 11 years old. It's on TBS. Uh, TV, TBS yeah, is exactly yeah. what I wrote down first, and yeah. I couldn't remember how uh, if uh, where where y'all had grown up and would have seen it. It's a TBS Saturday afternoon movie, right? And it's a that's a particular thing, and the the length and the format just feels really of its time. And my question to both of you is: Is there anything about this movie that doesn't hold up? What uh, what what exactly is that for you? Because I think there's a couple things for me that are a little gray gray orange. We'll say, um, yeah, Jim, Jim, you start. I there was there are some things where it's like oh the 19 year old is dating the 15 year old, and you're like oh mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. It, oh, Jim, w- it's okay because she's neurodivergent and she's quirky and she has no okay. That's my yeah. uh, uh, going to be right. one of my biggest complaints. Surprise, surprise, they underwrote her character, and her job is to just be a quirky love interest who's just off in a cute way. Manic, yeah. She's Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Exactly. Oh, 100%. Before, right. Way before that was a term. Right. Exactly. And if you told me this was the first one, I would be like, you're right. Uh-huh. But yeah, surprise, surprise. Yeah, I think everyone noted the 15 and 19-year-old situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to be honest, <laughs> that one wasn't as egregious as the other woman who went, you're old enough now. And really wanted to uh, have sex with him, and I, was, I wrote down, "15 is not old enough." Very confusing. What if we if we, if something got edited out of the script, or if we're supposed to understand something? I mean, it just nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then there were some other things. The other one was when they all when everyone laughed at him because oh, his the parents were mean at him, mean to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that's something that didn't age well. I think that's a bizarre choice the movie made. It it doesn't quite fit tonally. You're right. Right. Yeah. It it's kind of like why would why did the rest of these people care? Is that funny to them? It, the, the alignment doesn't seem there, right? Like everybody seems fine with him being there most of the time. Yeah. And nobody's on Kent's side. You know, like there's uh, a weird shift. And it's kind of also a thing that's like this is funny to an audience. Because it's just getting worse and worse for him. Mm-hmm. But for them, it is just his parents being mean to him. I, I don't know if they're necessarily being intentionally mean. I think they're just on a different plane of understanding what what like his priorities might be and what his needs might be. Yes, I will give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kai, I'm very interested in your talking points, by the way. <laughs> oh, let's get to that. I was actually just thinking of one that's like pushing the like, if I'm going to be really, really, really picky and try- uh, maybe the whole bit about how as a joke, the dude can't masturbate, Kent, because oh. if masturbation and sexual, like literally like sexuality is like such a key thing to masculinity and like being a man, mm-hmm. like I don't like the, that. Uh, I just never like that. It's just like, and oh, no, you cut him down at his. That's the gag. Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah. I, I've watched Seinfeld recently. I watched all of it. I did that to myself. I, I get it. It's a humorous bit. What do you do uh, if you can't get off, if that's your thing? But that's the key thing. If it's not your thing, it shouldn't mean that you're less. Right. So they're picky, but that's where I'm at. Oh, that's funny. Because that. that's not in my interpretation of it. Was It was more like he enjoys this. <laughs> It'd be funny if we made it so that he wouldn't enjoy this uh, because Christ told him to stop doing it directly. Did, wait, was he into masturbating? Did I miss a bit where he was okay. like explicitly no. really oh, into on. masturbating? No, 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 no. Neil no. is a yeah. I, help me I out, Neil. A, and I have my my take is it's it's thrown in there more as a like to underscore. Yes, this is definitely God. I've definitely seen you, right? Like because yeah. his reaction is okay. It is him, you know. Like it's it's if he's doubting where this voice is coming from, I have to I have to play it like I am all seeing. 
which is bizarre because the point of what they're doing is asking him a question. But that's also like, <laughs> that's a nitpicky <laughs> moment. It's like, whatever. The funny bit is that they're they're pretending to be Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and yet also sounds like a demon. It sounds like a demon, too. It sounds way more right. like a demon. It, yeah. hey, I'm going to yeah. bring you into the gates of heaven. And you're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's a, I think it's a scene from South Park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually an accidental, pretty decent version of that. I think the bizarre detail that is definitely not a bad detail. This is one of those things where I was like, I like, I like that they chose to go this route is that they decided to be Jesus and not God because mm-hmm. they go, well, my dad, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, God. Yeah. you know, God. And I was like, yeah. why, why wouldn't they just why? choose to be God? <laughs> it it to, to me strikes as a, a writer's room where they're like, wouldn't it be funny if he was just like, they just did, did Jesus. And they're like, ah, that's dumb. Let's write it and see where it goes. And then like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll film it that way. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah. and that's how I, that's why I liked that particular part yeah yeah there's the name of the movie that i watched with uh, a friend of the podcast robbie it is uh martin short dennis quaid martin short uh has dennis quaid go inside of him through like a, a needle like a science experiment inner space In- thank you inner space so yes so what a movie what a fucking movie but the whole like voice inside of your head what the fuck it mm-hmm. brought me back to that like mm-hmm. i I don't think anybody wants that. Nobody wants. Well, I don't know. It sounds like you put like a a, a micro, like a earbud in your mouth and listen to music. You know what I mean? Yeah, have you ever done yeah. that? Yes. <laughs> no, I have not actually. It's disturbing. Oh uh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right, only me. All right, cool, everybody. <laughs> Ty, you have got to wash these earbuds now that I know where they've been. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, there's it. It is quite an experience. Uh, music should be heard here not from within like it's too much yeah. that was that was yeah. a thing where i was like this is very 80s in that if this happened in real life i would be terrified but because it's an 80s movie and they're just playing it off as a as a joke it's great and and like from a writing perspective almost there's a couple things like this where you're like and then we move on yeah right like you, you get him to do it and you, we don't think at all about the physical ramifications of it for him anymore yeah, and I I don't need to all the time. Yeah, I will say, I know that we needed to know the closet guy because obviously closet guy matters to the story. Mm-hmm. But I so badly wanted closet guy to be kind of like couch guy from Half Baked in the way that they just don't kind of explain mm-hmm. it. They're just there. Oh. That's just who they are. They're closet guy. Like it, it, I understand that it. I know what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, the guy who just went into a closet and disappeared, and then that never got talked about again. And like Kurt Russell was like, "Yeah, yeah, oh, you've seen him too. Cool." And then they never discussed it. Would have been fine for me as well. Oh, <laughs> um, there was a, a a connection that I made that um, because I wasn't quite paying attention. Is the closet guy the twelve year old that he took on earlier? He said the youngest person he ever took on was twelve years old. Was that yeah. closet mm-hmm. guy? Okay, yeah. 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 Just making sure I I missed a little bit. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot going on in, in this, so it's okay to miss a little bit, I feel like. It's, it's sur- surprisingly layered for what it is. Like, it's a – to me, it's – okay, so I like heist movies, and yeah. there's a – like, this is a version of a heist movie. Yeah. It It, it is, yeah. It's two movies stitched together. It's – oh. <sighs> Yeah, because the first half of the movie is all about this 15-year-old boy, fish out of water, he's in college, uh, he's trying to learn to find himself a little bit and learn to learn the difference between studying all the time and, I guess... Uh, Let it, cutting loose a little bit. Cutting loose mm-hmm. and finding that balance yeah. in his life. And then they solve that, and then it becomes about Val Kilmer. And then it becomes, can we build this laser... Followed by let's steal this or let's undermine the laser, but but I think they're necessarily connected because of Laszlo, who like cracked cracked because he was young and realized his stuff was killing people. Like right, like yeah, yeah. It's so I don't think it's necessarily stitched together. I think it's I think it has to be all all right there. Yeah, he's he's the stitching in my opinion, and I'm not I'm not using this as a knock against a movie. I don't. <laughs> if I did, I'd hate all '80s movies because many many '80s movies are two movies stitched together. <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's the there's a beginning story and then there's an end story, and they're like 
different, Hinged, kind but of, they're yeah. not uh, they're yeah. not at all like disconnected. Got you. I know this came out in 1985, and mm-hmm. uh, Van Wilder came out later, but it to give me that vibe. I was like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. Welcome yeah. to the school, kid. You know, uh, and then it all of a sudden it got a little bit. I don't know the right movie for this. It got a little bit uh, like Rudy. Like, why are we being mean to this kid? Like, why are we being so mean? Let's bring it, like, bring it down a little bit. Wait, I haven't seen Rudy in a long time. Is Rudy way more tragic than I remember? It's not. No, it's not. It's okay. A sports movie that makes me cry, though. I, you know, what's really funny is I'm, I'm thinking it's bad because I've seen that parody one of uh, uh, not another teen movie where they mm-hmm. play on it, where they rip a kid in half on a football field. <laughs> the, the original is not that bad. No, okay. <laughs> I'm sure that that kid was is well. He's yeah. left well and not in half. Indeed. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, This movie, actually, we're talking about the, the heist aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm fascinated by the fact that they're stealing something that is kind of in some ways theirs, right? Right. Yeah. So it, it, one of the talking points that I, I put here was that it was making me think about the ethics of design. Uh, I'm a design student. I, I I think at this point, I it got me thinking about like, oh shit, I got to be careful about whose ideas I spark. Like, yeah. Because someone else next to them might, I got to be careful who's next to the people that uh, like the ideas I spark. Uh, for a movie that I thought was just going to be like a casual afternoon watch, I was like, okay, well now I'm in my head. <laughs> and and what's also great is like think of the historical context of like this was very real because oh. like Cold War technology was yep. being built off of smart college kids. Yeah, uh, and so like, and the the obvious like movie to pair this with is like War Games. Have you, Let's see that. No, mm-hmm. really. No, I have to check it out. Wow. I'll look it. I'll look it up right now. Is it a, there, is it a franchise? I mean, it doesn't matter clearly. No, but no, uh, maybe <laughs> there's supposed to be a sequel. Um, maybe the episode yeah. with you counts as a sequel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see what we've done here. Yeah, I actually games. haven't watched it in years, but um, I would love just a series of we bring Neil on every every <laughs> once in a while just to watch an '80s movie that we all like <laughs> or want to watch. I wanted to actually specific like specifically. Uh, uh, want to just get Neil picks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't like just completely the day of text me like and I'll set it up that I have like two hours beforehand. I'll go Perfect. into it. I'll just just watch it. Watch uh, it. Yeah, just watch it. Oh my god, I you'll wish never the- need more than two hours. It's not a Marvel movie, right? Like all of these are. <laughs> 80, uh, I got a really- eighty-seven to ninety-five minutes. <laughs> brilliant idea here i'm gonna give it away for free on the podcast and someone's gonna steal my idea right a way for me to actively send you a movie to watch that doesn't give you the details of what the movie is and uh intentionally until after the movie you know what i mean oh okay this is interesting i i have done something similar online with um twitter friends for Mm -hmm. music so uh it was um maybe maybe still running i haven't really been on twitter um run by this dj uh, eric kleptone um, and he calls it the listening club. And he's like, you know, back in the day, people used to just show up to somebody's house. Somebody throws on a record. You sit around, you listen. And then they say, here's what we were listening to. And Sounds nice. the, this was like all Twitter based. And you just send him your MP3 files. He strips information from them, puts them up on like SoundCloud. And then some days at 3 p.m., you just all hit play simultaneously wherever you are. And like, you know mention each other and like use the hashtag and just like check in on like whatever somebody has picked and this is like i've participated for years i've been kind of off it for a while like i said but it's such a charming weird way to like talk to strangers about music and learn yeah. like like i heard stuff i would never would have otherwise heard okay. and like i had a couple picks that people were like what is going on um and it's just it's a really i love it's that. just hard to do it's hard to do these days so yeah Neil, can you do me a favor? In the yep. near future, and we have to do this in the near future, you'll have to either remind me or I'll have to write it down and set a million alarms. Uh, but I I would love if we set up like 15 minutes, even, I don't know, actually, no, give me longer than that. Uh, I'll set it up so I'm doing homework and you're doing something. But give me yeah. a listen to something, music, because I suck at checking out new music. And uh, you just know, just knowing uh, you know that you're you're listening to it at the same time, loving it. That's just a great way to like, uh, even when from afar listening to the same song at the same time is like that's delightful. I think that's such yeah. a nice thing. Yeah. Oh, it, it's oh my god. I think it's probably something that got extra appreciated. That kind of shit during like the uh, you know quarantine and shit like that. The more yeah. you can learn how to connect from afar, the better. Yeah. Oh my god. It, it does remind me of. Um... I used to listen to uh, Precedent Steve 
on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, I would listen to them uh, every morning before school. And once in a while, they talk about how, like, people would be stuck in traffic on 76 and, like, standstill traffic. And then, like, a really funny bit would be going on. And people would, like, roll down their windows and, like, tell people, like, yo, go to 93.3. Something awesome is happening right now. (laughs) And they just... Everyone, everyone on the highway would all listen to President Steve for a second. Damn. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like an urban legend, but I also believe it in a way. It's also an urban legend uh, perpetuated by President by the Steve. People. So, right, a hundred percent, it's definitely not true. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. to believe it is. Uh, um, okay, can I either ask you uh, for one of your notes, or can I tell you another talking point? Because I. I love that I've never done this before. <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm so tickled. Um, hit me with it. Okay, here's 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 one that I think is interesting, and uh, I'm interested in in both of you and your experience on this. So it's the scene where like we're first in the lab, mm-hmm. and the oh my god, what is his name? Professor Fuckface. Uh, can't use the professor's first name. Uh, yes, uh, that's Jerry. I love yeah. that joke. Yeah, yeah. He says Jerry, right? And I thought about it because when I was in college, I don't think there's any professors that I called by their first name. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I graduated, one of the ones that I worked closely with, I took a couple classes from and worked in his lab, uh, like literally, literally on graduation day. He's like, you can call me Bill now. <laughs> wow. I was like, okay, That's great. pretty cool. Interesting. That's, great. That's pretty cool. Great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's the thing now in school. I don't think I call a single, uh, I don't call a single professor by anything other than the first name everyone gets first named every single one yeah yeah i don't know i i there's kind of a thing where like yeah i kind of called all professors by whatever they wanted to be called which would have been like whatever they said it was at the beginning of the class um there was one professor in particular that was a friend of an ex's family Mm mm-hmm and uh, like it, it, his family was friends with their family. That's what I mean. Got it. Yeah. I knew him very well. And in fact, he was actually the one that told me to go into computer science. Um, mm-hmm. Out of respect for him, I made sure not to call him by his first name just to just so there wasn't like any kind of favoritism. Yeah. But this seems like it's more like almost like a master's program type of thing. But they're, I think they're all pretty clearly undergrads. Like, they, you know, they Knight's are. been around for, you know, mm. but it's a weird, like, hybrid model, I think. Yes. But it, it seems like they have a master's program type relationship with him. Yes. And yeah. I can 100% see people calling their professor in the master's program by their first name. Right. Right. I actually take it back. I had one professor uh, who actually, in their emails, they're like, please, like, they were adamant about doctor. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. Sure. Yeah. I don't I'm not a doctor. I guess it's a doctor thing. Very important. Oh, they were they had a they had a doctorate that they had to defend. Like they deserve I mean, to be called doctor. Yeah. I mean yeah, sure. I mean I what's my title for graduating with graphic design with uh uh depression? <laughs> what do I get? Sad. Sad guy. Sad guy. <laughs> what's what's my get here? Do I get a title? Yeah. <laughs> Just exhaust you get a guy. BD. <laughs> a bachelor's no. in depression. Bachelor's no. Depression. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I get a I get a no. piece of paper that gets me a better job and a, hopefully a better status where I, I can actually have a little fucking room. I'm so yeah. ready to be done with this shit. Uh, um, college, college just looks fucking way better in this shit. Like uh, this. Oh yeah. No, it's this, a different. This world. looks like a good time. I don't. I don't have. I. I I don't have that college experience now. Of course not. I'm 36, hopping on and hanging out with a bunch of like, you know, uh, 19, 20 mm-hmm. year olds. There, I'm just getting the fuck on campus, doing my class and getting the fuck off. But New York City, Kai, like young Kai, I got into some. I got into like warehouse parties that like had a special password, like stupid shit. So like this gave me anxiety. I was like, oh, I do not miss mm-hmm. anything could happen tonight. Someone's probably gonna die tonight. Energy at college. <laughs> yeah. Especially with oh. a laser, a laser beam that went across campus. And could have easily things. killed anybody. <laughs> yeah. That bothered me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of irresponsibility, it would be irresponsible for y'all not to check out this sweet, sweet podcast that we like. 
It's 8 a.m. on Black Friday. It's 2.20 p.m. on Black Friday. It's 12.30 a.m. 5 p.m. 9.50 a.m. on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. This is episode 1 of 53 that we are recording back to back. 18 of 53. 26. 34. 40. 51. 52 of 53 that we are recording back to back. Welcome to Talk in 2024 with Noah and Jim. I have a feeling of whimsy during the winter seasons. Talk in 2024 with Noah and Joe. I grew up liking sports, loving sports, and athletic figures and things like that. Talk in 2024 with with Noah and Olivia. This is the only beach I'm going to give a 10 out of 10. Talking 2024 with Noah and Mo. For me, it's the middle of Halloween season because I've already started several weeks ago. Talking 2024 with Noah and Carrie. I like to make things, and I'd like to know what kind of things are you making. We're talking February 25th through March 2nd, 2024. With our guest of the hour. With our guest of the hour. With our guest of the hour. So specific things about this Olympics is that there's a new sport. Like nobody plans ahead for a solar eclipse. Can I make a prediction about Venom 3? The first thing we want to do is get to know you and how you move through time. The more you sleep, the faster you get there. I also like to make decisions very quickly. So like if I'm shopping for a car, it's the first car I see. I manage my calendar entirely out of my notes app. Are we putting hexes on people? Oh yeah, we can. I didn't bring any candles. Producer Tom jumping in. I went home a little bit early yesterday and came in a little late today. And in podcast time, I just took off like three months. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got one more and then I get to take like a two hour nap. Uh, Horrible cut to Seinfeld. You ever see that one where it's uh, the one where like elaine is like very adamant she's like that brian cranston's a doctor is that who it was no it wasn't brian cranston's character well brian cranston didn't... was a dentist so it was that yeah. maybe it was it was maybe it was he brian was dentist, cranston's but, character but, yeah but you should call it should you call a dentist doctor i think is, is where it, it was is. either that joke or it was somebody who technically hadn't had their doctorate yet but like had gone through school like there's just one part of it that technically didn't make them a doctor or something like that and she was just like but can i tell other people that you're a doctor like it was like uh, you know what i mean uh the problem is i can picture both of these jokes oh yeah which is not to say that they both don't exist in the seinfeld universe right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> one up in season two one in season nine you know yeah uh jerry seinfeld disrespecting doctors is not uh, definitely something i could say <laughs> yeah well there's like rule 30 whatever the fuck it is this is definitely a rule something that jerry if if it exists there's a jerry seinfeld version of it yeah. of the joke Ugh. yeah so there's sorry. more than one uh not uh speaking of not jerry seinfeld uh <laughs> <laughs> there are other things about this movie that you'd like to talk about. <laughs> Let me check my notes. Um, I did, uh, Neil. Actually, you you did ask us what it what we felt didn't age well. Was there anything yeah. that you felt didn't age well? It's it's really it's the it's the age disparity things. I, when I said gray orange flags, I really mean red reddish. Yeah, uh, for yeah. those. Um, other than that, yeah, I think I think maybe they're a little a little glib sometimes about like what this technology is, but I also think like. I think it's what satire has to be. Yeah. Like I actually I liked I liked that it was pretty like generic and that they just used mumbo jumbo. Like that wasn't a big deal yeah. for me. Yeah. It it kind of was just like uh, you, even if we put the real stuff in, you're not going to know. Like it's yeah. not a big deal. Right. Right. Didn't affect the movie for me. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> It passed yeah. the Kai test. <laughs> and I did good. read that it was based a bit off of a real theory that was going around at the time that they were uh, working on. But also, you know, it this this is supposed to be like satire slapstick almost at certain times. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's got obviously a lot more words uh, going on, uh, but it is very like there's some. I mean, uh, there was even like that guard scene. Oh, I was just thinking about that. Yes. Yeah. It, it was very like so. Uh, uh, yeah, like oh, there's what is he? What did they say? It was like oh, they said we're supposed to keep an eye out for something for, for, for anything peculiar. Suspicious. Yeah, okay. for anything suspicious. Yeah, great, awesome, yeah, perfect. That was that was fun. I love Wait, the dumb guard actually, joke. I'll, I'll always take the something. dumb guard joke. <laughs> What's up? Go Hang ahead. on, let me ask you something though. Because I thought that I felt the joke was that they convinced them like just let them in no matter what because their life. No, you you don't think so? Wait, who's convincing whom? Who's? Oh, I'm sorry. Val Kilmer is yeah. Val Kilmer and uh, the boy <laughs> were Mitch. essentially being like, "Look, you're getting treated like shit anyway. Just let us in." And they were like, mm-hmm. "They told us to report anything unusual." Okay, and they they knew that it was unusual and that they were just sneaking in. 
That's uh, that was my read on it. What do you think? My read is like they weren't literally quick enough to put together like we just saw something suspicious. Like they were it was like they were suspicious and then because of how Val Kilmer plays it, they're unsuspicious because they're like, I don't know, guy says they're young, of course. And then like then they get their orders and they're just not putting it together. Okay. Yeah, I, th- it was one of those things where I was like, ooh, it's between these two, and I'm going to go with what I feel it might be. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, but I mean, I watched the scene one time. Uh, <laughs> I did I did think it was funny that, that they were like, yeah, they get younger and younger every year, even though they put a mustache on the 15-year-old boy to make oh, him seem older. So older. they're... <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I hate, that's, that's hate love about my brain. Uh, I mentioned it earlier, the Mad Lib Phil, right? When there's a mm-hmm. word that somebody has, my brain's like, I, know, I could be this one. It could be this one. And when you were ready to do the voice of like, you know, uh, you know, inter- like saying them talking to the guards, I, all I had on my mind was like, look, man, respect my mustache and let me in. You know, like, <laughs> like it's very, <laughs> basically, <laughs> it was kind of, I, I'm, I'm clearly an adult. All right. <laughs> what do I need to watch in a pipe? Like it's, <laughs> it is a joke that I do like, which is when someone does something like they put on a disguise Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone, Im- and then the people that they're trying to trick immediately see through it. That's yeah. always a funny <laughs> joke to me. Like, uh, <laughs> like you're clearly wearing a fake mustache. <laughs> like, I love right. that. Yeah. Um, there's something about that scene that feels like of an earlier era of Hollywood as well. Do you know what I mean? Like a very like mm-hmm. 30s, 40s, 50s movie silliness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can almost feel like that not much of yeah like it's when movies weren't documented on set as a side documentary like Mm -hmm. or it's just like private more it felt like very more private and closed and low budget and yeah or let i don't know i actually jim can you do me a favor you're good at googling stuff can you find out the budget for this film yeah i'm very very curious how how much it made and and how it did at the time the reception oh not well okay yeah Yeah. uh its budget was eight million dollars oh it made 13 million in north america which, to be honest, the overseas market wasn't that, like... It wasn't that good for this. Yeah, it wasn't like a... It just wasn't like... A, it didn't kind of exist back then. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know what that is in 1985 money, but... Sure. Well... It's already 85 million. That's, like, pretty good. It's just that the... I, I don't know if this is true for back then. The The general rule of, of thumb to say if a movie made money is if they made twice their budget back. Because the marketing mm-hmm. does that. But honestly, I don't know if back in the 80s... They would have had an eight million dollar budget no, they would, they for marketing. marketing. No, Mm-mm. no way. Yeah, exactly. Done. Like, there's, there's like no product tie-ins for this. Like, no, no, no. there's not. No, no, this is a movie you should just show your friend without telling them what it is. Like, exactly. th- this feels like a. Uh, this exactly. It feels exactly like what it is, which is just like it feels like something you would randomly talk about on a franchise podcast because it just needs to be discussed. <laughs> because I've been watching it for thirty years now, and oh, right have no plan on stopping it because I've seen it triple digit times. Really? So, let's say I saw this movie six to ten times over the course of a of a childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, kept caught it on TV, rented it on a VHS. When I went to college, I picked it up on VHS at some point and DVD as well. And like at some point, it must have been one of the you know dozen movies that I owned on media, and we're just like throw it on. Um, and what's it is actually? I think maybe I started to say this before we were recording. But I was surprised when I went to like my hard drive of movies mm-hmm. and I was like, I, what do you mean? I haven't had a copy of this in the past 10 years, but I've definitely watched it in the past five years because at some point my wife and I were like, oh, let's let's make sure we've seen each other's favorite movies. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we haven't watched Real Genius together. Let's watch it. And yeah, then today I was like, oh, let me let me throw it on so that I am refreshed for the episode. Nope. Nice. Had to go nice. to Amazon for it. So um, but yeah, I, I, I think probably. Through my twenties, I must have seen it. Maybe, maybe mid double digits times. Okay, I've, I'm up but, there. I've mentioned my obsession with this movie as a kid. I repetitively watched the movie Daylight with um, uh, a Sylvester Stallone, uh, helping mm-hmm. people escape a trapped, I don't know, tunnel that had yeah. ca- you know. And uh, 
I would say it's probably at least up there. I think that's about on par with that. I don't know what it yeah. is, but there's sometimes these movies that you're just like, I guess I'm just going to have to watch that forever. Yours, better movie. Better movie. <laughs> yeah. A great. lot better. Yeah. Uh, sorry to anybody who's a huge fan of uh, Sylvester Stallone movies. Uh it's not a good one. It's not a good one. No, no. Um, Kai, do you have more talking points? Uh, yes, I do have more talking points. I had uh, the fact that, does anyone know, uh, it took me a minute to realize who John Grease was, like who Laszlo's character was and like where I knew him from. Oh, it's, it's, I know. It's um, it's Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico from Napoleon because, Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I happened I saw his name in the credits. I went, Uncle Rico's in this? Yeah. It took me it yep. took me a fucking minute. Cause yeah, I don't I don't know actors by name. Um but he, you know, he you you just dishevel somebody with some long hair and you make them look like a sidekick and every I don't know. He looks like he could have easily been uh, Christopher Lloyd's character fill in for taxi driver. Like yeah. <laughs> just throw someone disheveled in there and let them do their thing. That was his role. He's a closet guy, so it's fair. They did a good job. <laughs> Aside from that, I was a, a big fan of the computer scenes. I thought that's actually probably why you wanted us to watch this the most. <laughs> I just, I mean, just, it's beautiful period piece, right? Like the oh modem God, yeah. and just oh, the terminals. Oh. It made me want to play like Number Munchers. Like it brought me back. Granted, Number Munchers wasn't happening in 1985, but still. Mm. <laughs> it mm. was like, I miss old computers. Old computers are fun. Yeah. I liked when they uh, when they're. Oh, they're trying to do something at the near the end and then it all become it all of a sudden becomes a screensaver and he's like uh yeah no everything's fine yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the other thing that i wanted to talk about is just generally i'm gonna blow through a couple of my uh the lines here because mm-hmm. normally jim lets me have like maybe three four uh final notes so instead i'm just gonna blow through a bunch of shit right now uh yep. best quotes i think from the entire thing was uh oh, what about the time you uh <laughs> Uh, what about the time we found him naked with a bowl of jello? That one caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. When getting enticed for sexual advances, uh, this one woman said, can you hammer uh, uh, a, a spike through a board with your penis? Good question to ask somebody. Uh, should you say that? Yeah. It's an important mm-hmm. thing you should mm-hmm. know. Are you hurt? Not emotionally. Uh, oh, what was it? No, what is it? looking at it. <laughs> oh, shit. No, uh, like, are you okay? Like, no, I'm like, I'm not hurt physically, but I'm hurt emotionally uh emotionally i'm just just just, yeah yeah, like i'm just disappointed you know like and i was just like oh that's really like that's really cute manic pixie girl had a a fun line there she she has some depth to her like there is there is a sweetness that they provide around her i vibe with her because you've been listening to me you always like Mm. when you listen to my audio messages you're like okay kai everyone has to hear that part of their brain while listening to me a little bit because it's just Mm -hmm. like this is a ride. I'll follow this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I So I vibe with her very much so. Um, I just wish they gave, of course, a little less than one note. Um, yeah. I've, I've told you before, you don't get to use my first name is what you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've been giving myself shock treatments. And he goes, up the voltage, which I was like, at that moment, I went, that's how I know that guy. Voltage. Ghostbusters. It took mm-hmm. me a fucking minute to figure out who that actor was. Because really yeah. uh, he's like the guy who tries to like shut them down or whatever. Yeah. Uh, have, have, wait, have the two of you done Ghostbusters as a franchise before? No, we put it up. Uh, it had it did got beat by something in our on our Patreon. I don't know what beat it, but uh, your yeah. Patreon subscribers are fools. I think you it, can tell uh, that to Mike Savitsky, who's two of them. <laughs> uh, I think it might have been Ocean's Eleven or some shit that beat that one out. Okay, or something. no, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I got it. I got but, it. But yeah, um, if I can throw another one liner in that, like, no, please do. Truly, this is this is on the everyday in my brain. Do you run? Only when chased. Great, ah, great line. Ah, I I want to see more of you around the lab. Fine, I'll gain weight. Oh my like, god! Great, it, like that that particular scene is just like boom, boom, boom. Like, and the for Val Kilmer, this this must have been just a trip to play, right? Like, oh. yeah. I bet wow. he just riffed a fair amount of it. They're just like, just be cocky. Just be confident. Just yeah. literally just go in with like, you don't give a fuck about us or anything. Yeah. And we'll be he happy. He seemed like he was having a blast in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he says, I'm Casper. Talking about like when he graduates. And again, that's a thing that like I, I just say and I assume people know exactly what I mean. They're like, what do you I Casper? I Casper forgot what? to write that down. What does that mean? Uh, when he's talking about um, like, I'm graduated. I'm out of here. 
Yeah, I'm Casper. I'm like, ghosting. I'm, I'm ghosting. Like, okay, then I did. I did. Then I did get confused about that, and my assumption mm-hmm. was correct. Okay, that actually made sense because when I heard yeah. it, I was like, "That makes sense, sure." And then I got to think about the movie Casper, and then I got to think about Devin Sawa, and then I got to start Ooh. thinking about unfortunate deaths. So a whole ride oh happened when that wow. happened. <laughs> not can I? Not where I go with Casper, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell oh. you what one of my favorite lines are? Okay, Jim. I thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks for the permission. I really like when he runs into the girl, knocks her over, and she goes, "Hey!" And he goes, "I'll buy you a car. I don't have one. It's my dad's." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a series of lines that each one gets better. <laughs> yep. I'm actually gonna quote outside the movie. I'm gonna quote myself during the movie something I said impulsively that was really funny. Which was when I, uh, I love a, a good put a car inside someone's uh, house mm-hmm. or anything, but I just went, hey, you can't park here or you can't park there. <laughs> I was you're, like, you're, you can't yeah. park there, man. Like, it was so dumb, but I, no like, one uh, was, no one was there with me. Uh, <laughs> it was just a joke for me. Well, I guess a now a terrible uh, secondhand joke for everybody here. You're welcome. Oh, mm-hmm. so dumb. Well, Thank that you. was also a journey. Thank you, Kai. Thank you, social uh, media for that horrible joke. Other other one right around that is a rue the day. Who talks like that? Like anytime <laughs> I hear the word rue, no. But that made me want to put that in my back pocket for improv immediately when I heard that. I was like, I never say that. That is a oh definite thing that I gotta say. They say that exact line in iCarly. Someone says you'll rue the day, and they go, "Who talks like that?" Ah, they're they're quote they're a hundred percent quoting real genius. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Um, last thing I'll throw that my my brother and I like just die over every time always no uh, never yes forget to check your references <laughs> i think the, i think the young people enjoy it when i get down verbally don't you <laughs> i'm just so much packed into like two sentences uh it reminded I, me of michael scott's like uh his like like his improvisation conversation like bit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm sorry jim what were you gonna say i there was there was a line i really liked that was like it's an excellent joke and it's an excellent joke within the scene which is when she uh she hands them the the ids and goes how do they look oh terrible his looks like mine and mine looks like his and then she switches them and he goes oh better <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's such a goofy little bit because it's so clearly he's like, eh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 I found it like the perfect amount of like really kind of campy and silly. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it has. Well, J- Jim, for me, it's two movies in a very different way. And I shouldn't say very different, but it, it, it feels like someone wrote two scripts for it to be like really, really quirky. And then for it to just be like a really distressing, you know, action. I mean, that, I'm kind of that's what literally what movies are is usually people demanding to write to literally merge scripts together mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, same thing. It, usually the other script is a love story. Surprise, surprise. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for this one, it was an action and a kind of fuck around college movie. Like it was. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Yeah, it's a it, I, I don't know. It's an interesting combo that I don't know. Is this is there more of these kind of movies that do that like the hmm. i don't know if we're making stuff that has the same energy of like 80s sci-fi oh military oh. operations <laughs> to be honest a lot College of comedies will a lot of comedies will forget that they're movies and they'll end as an action movie yeah like yeah. this seems like the intention all along is to have all this happen mm-hmm. but there's definitely a lot of movies that's like we have this idea Oh, oh god we ran out of the idea but we still need a third act let's make an action movie all of a sudden mm. it, it yeah. happens in a lot of really bad comedies yeah well that's pretty much the end of my final notes i want to give you a second here the um uh, oh real quick actually best quote was a silent montage where they just pretended they were having conversations but they clearly weren't a quality acting I, oh, if yeah. i'm gonna give i'm gonna give the movie a little bit of shit it's when they were supposed to pretend like they were t- like time was passing and that they were having and i yeah. was like great great uh that's like that's some my level two improv stuff like it's not good <laughs> but aside from that good stuff uh mm-hmm. final notes from from both of you if you have any thoughts 
this is just one of those, yeah, fun movies that I can I can watch over and over again. Um, I've used it to inspire Halloween costumes at one nice point. Hit. Like, I mean, I was just, yeah, it was just Chris Knight. Uh, Did you have that toxic uh, toxic waste T-shirt? I had to make had to make my own. Oh, um, nice, 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 nice. Because I was uh, like, I kind of want that shirt. <laughs> yeah, I looked for it. Uh, he also has a, uh, I think it's like Surf Nicaragua shirt oh. at one point that uh, my friend and I always joke about looking for. Nice, um, but yeah, like I don't know. It's it's a it's a delightful comfort food movie and yeah. um yeah I'm, I'm really glad that we we got to all watch it and talk about it because kai we've talked about this for months now yeah, no, I like, love it. this it really is, is just my favorite movie to watch this is one of my favorite things uh actually uh, i mentioned uh, robbie earlier uh, uh both supporter of the podcast uh and also just lo- uh, we watch movies well that's his thing is he will just bring me come over and bring over a movie and throw it in the dvd player don't i don't get to know what it is we just go into it yeah i think one of the first ones and i keep telling jim probably to watch it over and over again is the phantom of the um uh paradise uh highly recommend yeah Uh, i'll tell you about it i'll I'll send you a link on it later um jim final final notes if you have anything um there's a thing with 80s comedies that happens a lot um which is they'll be kind of little details that they'll throw in there that don't really matter but they're my <laughs> favorite thing and an example i always give is um in fast times they they have to bring spicoli into a room for no reason at all he has a bagel stuffed in his pants and it's never brought up it's n- there's yeah. no reason for it to be there it's just there to show it's from that the he set a bagel mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and in this one one of the ones that got me was they nailed a ouija board to their door it's in the background of a shot and i remember yeah. just being like that's Why? such an interesting little detail yeah okay it's just one of those things for me yeah i i yeah. love those kind yeah. of things it's a, it's 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 i think it's a i think it's a richly dressed set yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back to seinfeld one more time it got pointed out to me while i was watching it hey the bike changed like oh, the yeah. bike in, mm. in the hallway like it's just those things that you just mm-hmm. don't you don't think all of a sudden but when you do watch them Back to back to back to back, 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 to back, back, back. Yeah, you, you notice the yeah. ship. Uh, Neil, is there anything uh, as a, uh, you'd like to tell the world about as a reminder? Uh, it could be something you're doing, something uh, somebody else is doing. It could be a just general uh, life advice. Um, you know, I, th- I think uh, general general life advice is uh, write things down in notebooks. Good call. Good oh, okay. call. Did you take notes in a notebook? Not for this, no. Okay. <laughs> No, my my teacher, and I will say Bill because we I call him by his first name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very Good adamant that, that we bring uh, a notebook, uh, we sketch, and that uh, we write mm-hmm. our notes in it. And uh, obviously, there's accommodations for people who need not to, but uh, it is it's nice. It, it is a really it's a nice thing to do physically. So yeah, all right. Well, I appreciate that, uh, folks. We're gonna keep doing podcasts. Uh, we're <laughs> gonna watch War something. Would you say it was a good deal? war games we'll watch that and talk with neil uh again on that at some point i hope uh come back and find out stay tuned uh neil when would you like this to be out next week two weeks from now pretty much whenever you want yeah whenever <laughs> whenever, whenever, whenever y'all uh, jim i know you're working 60 hours a week on this podcast <laughs> drop it somewhere in there okay Folks, somewhere somewhere there's a, a lot of scheduling involved in my 60 hours so uh <laughs> well my job is to say what's next week but unfortunately folks i can't so uh what's next week is you caring about yourself and loving yourself um do that i encourage that perfect could be final destination could be x-men we'll find out i i love you all don't forget to follow us on facebook at rotten treasure and on instagram at rotten underscore treasure and on twitter at rotten treasure and go to patreon.com slash rotten treasure for bonus episodes early episode release and a vote for the next series and be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps thank you bye-bye thanks perfect